Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey everybody, I'm Rachel. And I'm Rechna. This is Hall of Shame. Ooh, baby. So it's Monday mm-hmm. and we've had um, an week. eventful <laughs> week, weekend, whatever you want to call it. Me being in the sports world, working at Fox Sports, it's pretty insane to watch all of these leagues shut down because yeah. this is like our livelihood. This is what we talk about every single day. That's right. Necessary, uh, but nuts. It's really scary. Totally necessary, but it's just um, overwhelming. It's like a domino effect. So, you know, the NBA is postponing their season. Yeah. March Madness is canceled. MLS is off for NHL. a month. MLB, all, of it. all yeah. of it. And it's just really overwhelming. But I think that uh, everybody needs a little positivity right now. Yeah. And I sure do need a laugh. Yeah, an escape. An escape. So Some sports. Um, sports may be gone right now, but not actually, because we're going to keep on giving you these uh, fun stories in the sports world every single week. Yeah. So here's my story. All right. I want to talk to you about what happened at the Texas Rangers versus Cleveland Indians game oh. on Tuesday, June 4th, 1974. My team. Yeah, your team. Why is your team still called the Indians? It's 2020. Listen. Call your guys. It's not great. I'm not with it. Um, But we did get rid of Chief Wahoo, which was horrible. It's a step in the right direction, but there's still a lot of work to be done. Okay, so let me set the stage a little (laughs) bit. It's June. Uh We're in baseball season. Oh, one of my favorite parts of the year. You know, two months in, nothing's crazy yet. Summer's hitting. We're sitting in the sun. We're having a drink. It's great. Texas Rangers and Cleveland at the time. We're pretty pretty evenly matched. Okay. They're both a part of the American League, but because they're right. in different divisions, they're not really natural rivals sure. at all. But six days before the game I'm about to tell you about, the big kahuna. Okay. Texas and Cleveland matched up and played for the first time that season. Gotcha. And this is where the story begins. This is where shit goes down. Okay. It was May 29th, mm-hmm. 1974, and the game was on Texas turf. It's about midway through the game. Texas is up. Cleveland is in the middle of pulling off a crazy double play Mm. only for it to be disrupted by Texas sliding, ran into the guy throwing it and ruined everything for them. So sliding to break up a play is an aggressive move. You don't know that at home. It's like doing a slip and slide into a player. Yeah. And they just ruin everything. Uh, It wasn't an illegal move at the time. It is now. But nonetheless, it is guaranteed to piss off the other team like sure. just don't touch me man it's like a it's like almost like courtesy like yeah. it's like don't do that shit yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you're yeah so now it's the eighth inning cleveland's still pissed about that play their pitcher mm-hmm. retaliates classic i love a retaliation love it. i love to see it i don't really i'm the, sorry the pitcher retaliates <laughs> by throwing the ball behind the batter's head the texas batter bunted as the pitcher went to retrieve the ball and try to tag him, the batter forearmed him. What? Shit's dicey. Shit's wow. dicey at this moment, you know? Wow. 
Uh, and if you look at the footage, it straight up looks like he's punching him in the face. <laughs> like it's it's an it's a gnarly forearm. That's crazy. Shit hit the fan after that, as yeah. I'm sure you're already on sure. too. Another Cleveland player stepped in and proceeded to punch the batter, <laughs> which resulted in a brawl that featured Texas fans pouring beer wow. on Cleveland players. You know, you put a bunch of people from Texas and Ohio together, and I guess... This is not a good time. Yeah, sure. So people are, like, chucking their beers <laughs> onto the field. It's Jesus. a mess. Okay. Ultimately, the Rangers won the game. Texas won. Cleveland left as losers and, and drenched in beer, which is not fun. <sighs> Uh, so that was the temp. That was okay. the temperature going into this gotcha, June 4th gotcha, gotcha. game six days later. So all of a sudden, this non-rivalry has become a rivalry. Full-on rivalry. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, I wasn't probably going to oh, watch this game you. before, but yeah. now I might. I'm in. Yeah. So players and fans alike were just like riled up. Sure. So it's the day of our game. Mm-hmm. June 4th, 1974. We're on Cleveland turf this time. Your yeah. town, baby. <laughs> this game was extra special, not for any baseball-related reason, actually. Okay. But because Cleveland decided to give the fans a little treat. Oh. They announced that they would host a 10-cent beer night. <laughs> I was so hoping this is where we were going. <laughs> <laughs> In a partnership with Stroh's Beer, fans could purchase heavily, heavily discounted beers for 10 cents. <laughs> I mean... Free yeah. beers, basically. Yeah. People in Cleveland are going nuts. Yeah. Not only that, but each person was allowed up to six beers at once. <laughs> the 70s were fucking at wild. At once, dude. <laughs> like, if you go to a Dodgers game right now, maybe you can get two, two beers. No, the 70s were a different time. Six at once? How do you even carry that shit? That's amazing. Now, you may be wondering why Cleveland pulled out this promotion. Sure. Laid it out for the people. Well, Seems pretty crazy. Yeah. You know? Basically, the team wasn't doing that great at drawing an audience. <laughs> <laughs> the players were mediocre. You the stadium was often empty. Yeah. We uh, still haven't won a World Series. Yeah, you, guys Just, suck. you guys suck big time. We've had, we've had some great years, Rachel. Apparently that year, 85% <laughs> of the seats at home went unsold. Oof. Nobody gave a shit. Football this team town. Was bad. Yeah, I guess Rough. so. So team leadership called a meeting for improving attendance, and a team sure. employee suggested 10-cent beer night. That you know guy's what? an alcoholic. But also that guy knows his fan base. He knows what Cleveland's Guys, about. Guys, this is Cleveland. Yeah. What is, it, what is with Cleveland and, and, and the beer, beer thing? Because when they lost forever, oh. they had a beer fridge that they locked yeah. up, and then they were like, first time Cleveland Browns win a football game, we are going to unlock this beer fridge. And then our boy, you know, Baker think, Mayfield, came in and got the yeah, job done. Our boy. Mm-hmm. I just think, you know, Cleveland up, beer, it's like, they're not fancy. We just drink a beer. Right. I don't know. I'm not judging. I'm just asking. <laughs> so this was- Did I get so defensive <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland? This okay. is low-key, low-key, high-key, a brilliant marketing sure. ploy. Because baseball is, it's a slow sport. Yeah. A lot slower than other sports. And it has become almost synonymous with day drinking. Yeah. Right? Like, day drinking is kind of the main reason that I go and watch the Dodgers or the Jays and when like I'm 14 hot dogs, and apparently. 14 hot dogs. <laughs> it's a fun It's a fun time. Yeah. It's great. So, with this promotion, you know, people are fucking crafty when it comes to procuring sure. free or basically free yeah. shit. Maximizing exactly. their 10 shit. Because the stadium did not implement any, any <laughs> type of regulation or system to track how many beers each person was buying... You could go up and get as many. You could go up as many times as you want. <laughs> like you could get six on six on six on six. Right. You know. 
So think about this. You're with your friends. You want to get drunk on the cheap. So you send each of your friends to individually buy six beers and boom, system gamed. Also, right. there are thousands of people in the stadium. The likely, how do they not s- sell, sell out, out of beer? They Cleveland. must have really stocked up. Yeah. They, I mean, they had a sense, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but when something is free or basically free, I overindulge. And, oh, I, yeah. and I abuse. Yeah. I'm like, this will never happen again. The world could end tomorrow. So I'm going to have to have a hundred of these. I'm going to have a thousand goldfish <laughs> in one sitting. Because they're free. Yeah. Early in the game, Texas had a pretty significant lead, five to one. Okay. And the crowd started going crazy and misbehaving. Because sure. remember, this is in Cleveland. Their asses are six beers in, half an inning in. <laughs> people are drunk and yeah. it's chaotic first off how much fun would it be to be at this game i love my city <laughs> would you ever get a cleveland tattoo no i wouldn't uh so back to the game okay a woman jumped off the stands went to the area where like players are warming up flashes <laughs> her boo balloons to the players in the whole stadium everyone like goes nuts sure she runs up to the empire is she my hero maybe <laughs> kisses them which has got to be hard since they're wearing those insane helmets with the claw the mask she gets her tongue in there she somehow finagles her way through the, <laughs> the cage then a naked man joins her, jumps onto the field while a Texas player is in the middle of hitting a home run, Amazing. slides himself into second base, just <laughs> balls out, flapping Legit. in the wind <laughs> like for literal. all to see. <laughs> Things keep on getting stranger somehow. A father and son together run into the outfield and moon all the fans <laughs> sitting in the bleachers. Is this the is greatest night of moment. all of their lives? I think it might be. If I was there, I would be like, I did it. Yeah. I never have to go to another there. party again. I did that. God, I I really, w- <laughs> I'm commending these people. Like, this is an incredible moment in history. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. So up until this moment, it was mainly the intoxicated crowd that was causing like such a ruckus. And then the players started to get involved. (laughs) So Cleveland's up to bat and the batter hits the ball. Line drives straight into the Texas pitcher's stomach. Which yeah, is a hard thing to do on purpose. Yeah. It's hard. I, that probably was, that was on purpose. A, yeah. I feel like that happened. But obviously. Sure. Given the history of the game before. Bye-bye. Yeah. He falls to the ground, obviously in so much pain. As you can imagine, getting yeah. clocked in the stomach is probably bad. Yeah. Um, usually when players get injured, it is common for the fans to fall silent. Sure. And respect the player. There, there's usually an audible yeah. like, <gasps> Yeah. And then it's like quiet yeah. and then they get up and people The other start players to like, it's like get oh. to their knees until yeah. the guy gets up. Yeah, right. 1000%. Well, not for these drunk idiots. <laughs> In fact, it riles yeah. them up even more and they start chanting, "Hit him again! Hit him <laughs> again!" Wow. So this oh, only Cleveland. causes more chaos. Come on, guys. Cleveland fans begin throwing hot dogs. What a waste! 
spitting at Texas players, even throwing fireworks Touching at the Rachel Texas sobbing, dugout. like, yeah. don't throw them. I'll like eat them. Collecting them off the ground, <laughs> yeah. like putting them in my pocket. Somehow Rachel alive in 1974, oh, yeah, but whatever. But hold on. They're throwing fireworks at the Texas dugout. Who fireworks? let these guys in with fireworks? Wait, where did the fireworks? He's like, it's 10 cent beer night. Pick your fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> Kids, pick out your fireworks. We're going to get wild tonight. Okay, so. You know Cleveland's not in the South. Well, there's Texas people there, too. I, I'm just clarifying. Also, I'm just going to say this is like the most on-brand Cleveland thing I've ever heard. I almost wish I feel like I've heard the like, from broad strokes of this night, but it is so fun to hear. There's so many details. amazing details. So Sports Center did a feature about this. Uh, you need to listen to the clip about okay. fireworks in the dugout okay. and what came next. They started throwing cherry bombs into the Rangers' dugout. This has been a night of blatant stupidity. I must have had probably 15 or 20 pounds of hot dogs thrown at me at playing first base. <laughs> pounds? <laughs> pounds of hot dogs. A night of blatant stupidity or a night I... of the of your lives. Yeah. You know, it's... this sounds incredible. <laughs> so that was the, the Rangers' first baseman saying the hot dog thing, which is incredible. One Texas player was almost hit by a gallon jug of Thunderbird. So Thunderbird wow. is fortified wine, meaning it's super cheap, made to get you really drunk, and it's often drunk out of bags. <laughs> Why did they have those? I thought you would like that because don't you guys have like bagged milk in Canada? Yeah, sure. But like it's 10 cent beer night and you're also smuggling like, bags of wine. It's also like that's if you're going to go 10 cent beer, like go go high with your wine. <laughs> It's as almost as if they're like, yo, we might die tonight. Yeah, Let's get like really fucked. Uh, you know, like, your town is so jacked when people from Texas are like, this shit was so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's now the bottom of the ninth. Okay. Oh, they got there. Cleveland closed. They, wait, which they didn't is call the game. They Just like the ninth inning it. is the last inning. That means they got all the way through something. The umpires were probably wasted as well <laughs> at this point. Sure. So it's the bottom of the ninth. Cleveland closed Texas's 5-1 lead to tie the game up at 5-5. Oh, I've got goosebumps. Like, um, I want to go back and so watch this. Yes. So... You can only imagine the energy in the crowd. There is nothing there. There's not much better than like loving a yeah. team so much and then having being them wasted pull out of off mind. a crazy comeback yes. and being drunk for it against a team you're so mad at. Yeah. Ugh. So not everyone's hammered at this point. <laughs> hammered as fuck. Cleveland just managed to close Texas's large lead in their passion. One fan reached out and tried to steal Texas players Jeff Burrow's hat off of his head. <laughs> Respect. Burrow went to confront the fan. When he did, he tripped and fell to the ground. Unfortunately, Texas's manager, Billy Martin, only saw the fall and thought he was being attacked by the fan. Oh. So he charges out of the dugout <laughs> the doosh, the doosh, towards the fan. The rest of the team starts coming out, carrying their bats. Wow, wow, wow. It's like, we've dealt with these drunk assholes for long enough. Like, shit's going down now. So the fans, they're riled up by this. They decide to jump onto the field. <laughs> they're wielding <laughs> knives, Was chains. there no security? <laughs> What's, who, who's like, ah, grab the chain, babes. Hold on, I'm not, I'm not done. <laughs> knives, chains, and ripped off stadium seats. <laughs> but also, like, 
just to point out, like the guys who are like close enough where they're down there to pull off a hat means these are the people with those like expensive hats. <laughs> those are supposed these to be like, like the, the rich Clevelanders. Human beings. <laughs> so I don't know why they had chains, but it's the 1970s. That's the only way that I can. Who How knows? Chain? Chains, knives, stadium seats. They were they were coming <laughs> at them with everything they had. So Cleveland's team manager started to realize that Texas players were in real danger. And right. he was just like, abort, guys, yeah. abort mission, fall back, fall back. So his players, he ordered his players to grab bats and help defend Texas. Because they oh, were like, sure. oh, these yeah. guys are going to get hurt now. Yeah. So after all that, the real battle is between the fans and the players, and the two opposing teams are on the same side. So like, <laughs> yo, so we might die tonight. These guys who are beaming each other with balls a week ago minutes, are like, guys, well, we got a minute yeah. ago. Like this right. guy, pitcher guy hit in the stomach. No, because they know. I'm sure the Cleveland players like. We understand how Cleveland fans can get, so like we gotta be cool here. <laughs> So one Texas player got into a fist fight with a Cleveland fan and had to fight another one off as he was making his way to the Texas dugout. It's like zo- it's like zombie land. Also, like, like just like zero security. <laughs> like where are what's they're happening? They're drinking bags of wine. They're in the break room. They're the ones throwing the Thunderbird. Yeah. <laughs> so fans from the further away stands were throwing whatever they could at the players: cups, Amazing. rocks, pounds wow. of hot dogs, radio batteries. Where are Jesus. they coming up with these things? This- Popcorn containers, chairs, whatever they had. And that shit is dangerous from way up high. Oh yeah. So stadiums are so big. I mean, how do you how do you even handle this? They're they aren't equipped to handle drunk chaos, chain wielding (laughs) motherfuckers. I want to like cut to the guy whose idea it was. (laughs) He's just like, uh oh. (laughs) So I'm realizing this was a bad plan. I know I was pretty cocky about it when I You gotta admit it sounded sick in the beginning. You gotta admit. You all jumped on board really fast. He's drunk too at this point. Security security guards are obviously outnumbered. They're probably scared, to be honest. Like, how are they even gonna contain this? One umpire was hit in the hand by a flying rock and then hit in the head with a stadium seat. Oh my god. No one was safe. Jesus. So here's a quick set of reactions by the players after the riot was over. Take a listen. It's kind of like uh, professional baseball players versus uh, the world uh, last night. Well, I think it was uh, pretty poor timing for a beer night to start with. <laughs> I just think it was a uh, just a bunch of kids who just couldn't handle their liquor. Would there ever have been good timing for a beer night? <laughs> yeah. This would have turned any, any city, game into any chaos, game. right? So because security guards were unable to subdue the fans... Because how could sure. you? Cleveland police had to be called to the scene, and eventually one of the umpires called the game a forfeit in favor of Texas. I'm not going to give the game to you guys, assholes. The riot. <laughs> maybe not the smartest thing to do when the Clevelanders are already rioting. <laughs> That's a good point. That would have just made them more <laughs> yes. mad. So the riot lasted over 20 minutes, and that's an incredibly wow. long time. Yes. <laughs> Which, but th- that amount of time that, that leaves room for like maximum damage. Like, oh you yeah, could, like you and know, it's like thousands upon thousands of people. And they and the fact that they didn't get tired. Like, I get tired after I'm doing literally anything. And for like certainly five minutes. after like day drinking. Like, yep. usually like, wow. So all in all, 50, <laughs> 50 police officers show up to the scene. Only nine people were arrested. Seven people were sent to the emergency room, and there was also a lot of course damage down to the field, obviously. (laughs) There's just, like, no chairs (laughs) left in the stadium. Yeah. After the fact, there were several... we gotta order more chairs. (laughs) Jam, it's on you now. Yeah. These chairs are coming out of your pocket. (laughs) 
So there were several incidents of finger pointing following the game uh, with Cleveland's general manager blaming the umpires for loss of control over the game. This man was getting pounds of hot dogs thrown at him. You think he had any say in the matter? Lee McPhail, the American League president, said of the game, there was no question that beer played a part <laughs> in the riot. I mean, I feel like it's like this is like one of those things where everyone's like, I wonder what it was. Lee. And you're like, come on, guys. <laughs> we all know. So there seemed to be a consensus that distributing mass amounts of virtually free alcohol yeah. to fans mm. played a big role in the chaos of the game. Yeah. Everyone thought that a drinking cap should be enforced at games moving forward to prevent this kind of thing. Well, it didn't. Beer night prevailed just one month later. Cleveland hosted what? another 10 cent Nuh-uh. beer night event on July 18th, but this time placed a cap at four beers per person as opposed to a cap of six. That's a compromise. <laughs> well played, guys. I guess no no chaos happened during okay. that game. But nowadays, while baseball is still a heavy drinking spectator sure. sport, you can only get yes. two at a time. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. And also, the alcohol stands closed after the seventh. They inning. do. I wonder if this has anything to do with this. Incident. There's no way it's unrelated. Yeah. I'm sure it comes up whenever, like, they talk about whatever the regulations are going to be. They're like, let's just not go back there. <laughs> okay, so my first question to you, Rachna, is mm-hmm. like, are you proud of your city? Because you're all fucking monsters. I, so for so long, of, I'm I'm going to be truthful. Yes, for please. a big, huge part of the story, it's kind of like. That's my fun city. Yeah, for and sure. And then at the end, when they're like, they threw a chair and an umpire, I'm like, Jesus, guys. <laughs> I, I, I know Reel Cleveland fans and myself to to be emotional and take it personally. Like when LeBron left for Miami, yeah, my son was like 18 months old, and I was like watching the decision and I, like giving him one of his last bottles because he was like about to like you know to be too big for bottles and just like sob. sobbing. So, like, we take our shit. Dude, serious. I get so emotional with sports. Yeah. Like I can, and if I'm drunk, then it's like game over. Like yeah. I went to go see. I got to see the Raptors win the NBA Finals against the Warriors last year. And I was sobbing, yeah, that's sobbing incredible. in the crowd. And I was like, Legit. with all of these like Raptors fans, it's like yeah, sports can be a very emotional thing. It's the most, it's like my, when the Cavs, which is the only t- professional team in my entire lifetime that's won anything because Cleveland has a sad history of losing lots of things. Yeah. And losing in dramatic and sad fashion, and hard sure. fashion. Mm-hmm. When LeBron bought, brought that championship, it was oh, on man. Father's Day. Oh. I had like a newborn and my dad who passed away yeah. had been a giant fan. Oh and it's my like my God. sister and I were just right now. holding each other. Yeah. It was amazing. And also I feel like So on that level I get I, <laughs> I get the emotion. But the, it, the firecracker shit okay. is a little yeah. insane. The chains. Why did you guys chains. have chains? Why do you have chains? <laughs> no. So like the story turned for me where like I was like ready to be like, I'm so excited at the end of this to be like, isn't Cle- doesn't Cleveland sound fun? And then I was like, oh Jesus. Yeah. Okay, guys. Okay, so we understand that they yeah. went a little overboard, <laughs> yeah. but we also understand that like when you love a team and one yeah. of your guys gets hurt, like yeah. I'm ready to brawl. That's loyalty. That's like that's passion. loyalty. You yeah. love this person. And then when you're drunk, who among us? When drunk I've done some bad has not I've done some bad not once <laughs> <laughs> a in, in Vegas a casino manager is like, ma'am, you're gonna have to keep a tail. <laughs> in I lost Vegas, mon- I lost money in a game. Oh no! <laughs> if you're being told I to shush in Vegas, that's a bad. <laughs> I one. do have. Do you get Do you get loud, loud when you get drunk? I get loud when I get drunk. Wow. Yeah. Not like angry, just like loud. Yeah, you're just like at a party. I'm loud when I'm sober. Yeah. So I will. Let me bring this up. 
It is kind of insane that we use sporting events as an excuse to get like super loaded because, yeah, I mean, there's so many people concentrated in sure. one space. And like, I've seen it get ugly. Like, I never yeah. go overboard because I'm a perfect human being. But like, there's been times where it's like either shit. I see a video of like somebody fighting or like people yeah. in the crowd like actually fighting, like getting in their faces. Like, I yelled, I've yelled at people before. Totally. I mean, I was at like, I was an Indians fan at a Red Sox game in Boston and I'm like this tiny little lady and this guy was like, fuck you, oh, you know, like yeah. it's like it's shit gets crazy. Yeah. I've seen people like like when they're walking back to their cars, get, you know, opposing fans like people, it is people get really intense. It makes sense to me. And there should be like limits and regulations on how much you can drink yeah, because 1, it is like a bunch of people congregated in a small like a small amount of space yeah watching already people be like sort of aggressive and it's also kind of crazy that you can only buy i mean i understand people are probably buying two beers like one for me one for yeah. you but they should even put a cap on that like just buy one beer at a time because yeah, I often feel like there some... have been times where i've gone up and gotten two and i'm like i'm gonna drink both of these <laughs> absolutely you're like and I, I do that thing which is like because i want to sit there and watch the game care, but like they'll be like i mean this one's for my I'm with my friend and it's like for sure it's two for me and like why am I lying <laughs> like, I'm, just, I'm getting one for my friend but too. then you also have people circling the, the seats being like beers yeah. beers over here it's you a, can buy them like sitting down it's like alcohol yeah. is in your face it's, they're usually a huge sponsor in like literally any like, any sporting event I feel like it's so wild because it's also like in sport like for sure if you're an athlete like you shouldn't and mostly can't drink while yeah. you're playing so it's weird that we've just like been like but fans like have it be an excuse to just like get rip shit yeah it's weird it is weird and i've never really thought about it i've just yeah. continued to drink a ton of beer whenever i go to yeah and definitely games. like we'll it never to occurs it. to me not to <laughs> that's the other thing i was like well i guess i man i wasn't gonna drink tonight but i'm going to a game so i guess i gotta have but Three like beers. what would happen right now if you and I went to a baseball game and it was 10 cent beer night or even like a, a dollar beer? You know, you and I would be like hoarding it under our I seats. would be like, I'm yeah. getting an Uber tonight. It's also like, it's almost like a psychological thing where you're like 10 cents. Well, when is this going to happen again? advantage yeah. of this. Totally. Like, oh, this could be the greatest night of our lives. It's true. And like Cleveland's a blue collar city. Like everyone there doesn't have a bunch of money. Like they're like, I'm going to take advantage of this shit. Yeah. Also, they get to go to a sporting event yeah. and just like the Cleveland Indians probably, their tickets are probably cheap because they yeah. sucked and they were never selling out. And you're, but you're like, come on, guys, pull it together. Can we yeah. talk, hold on, real quick. The hangover is the next day of these people uh. drinking bags of wine and 10 cent beers. <laughs> bags of. Sh <laughs> Did I chuck that firework at somebody Wait. last night? That's crazy. Janelle, dude. where's my rainbow firework? Where'd it go? Susan, <laughs> I'm missing all my clothes. <laughs> Jackie, <laughs> what'd you do with my chain? <laughs> Anyways, that was uh, the story of 10 cent beer night. Oh man, I know. don't don't have beers be 10 cents. Is don't have beers and drink responsibly at the end of the day. We yeah, that. pull your shit we'll together. Take a deep breath. Yeah. All right, come back next week for another crazy story. Can't wait. All of Shame is a product of Crooked Media. This show is produced by Caroline Rustin and Allison Falzetta. Our executive producers are Sarah Geismer and Stephen Hoffman. Engineering and sound design by Charlotte Landis. Thank you to our video and digital team, Matt DeGroot and Elijah Cohn, and to Sydney Rapp and Brian Semmel for production support every week. At Founders Brewing Company, we set out to create a beer that lets you embrace the unconventional. Mortal Bloom is a radiantly beautiful, hazy IPA that will wrap your taste buds with intense citrus and tropical notes of pineapple and mango. 
Coming in at 6.2% ABV with big aromatics and no bitterness, it's the perfect beer, if we do say so ourselves. Visit foundersbrewing.com to find Mortal Bloom Hazy IPA.